0: Brought to you by Pumpkin Spice Soda. It is Foggy Jack's 61 Days of Halloween. Hello everybody, my name is Foggy Jack, and I'm the Shock Bazaar Mental Mentalist, and the host of the Foggy Jack Live Podcast. Now, let's head on down to the pumpkin patch for more. When a black cat crosses your path. By Reddit user psychotic Nerve. All rights to the writer. I've never been a superstitious type. But I'll say it, having a black cat cross your path is bad luck. Especially if the path it takes happens to be in front of your vehicle. And especially if the cat belongs to my neighbor, Gary. Oh, tell me that wasn't Mittens. I gasped, glancing at my wife. She only bit her lip her eyes white. But sure enough, it was. And I was given the unpleasant task of cradling poor mittens in my jacket as we walked to Gary's front porch to tell him what had happened. It didn't take him long to answer the door, as soon as it swung open his eyes fixed on the bundle in my arms. The look on his face told me he knew what it contained long before my wife finished spluttering out an apology. He didn't say much, and after I handed mittens to him, he nodded and closed the door. All in all, he had taken it well, but the guilt I felt was nearly unbearable. Any time I left the house, I made sure to avoid looking across the street and quickly duck inside the car. I wondered just how long I could keep this up before I inevitably saw him again. That only turned out to be a few days. As I returned home from work one evening, he was carrying boxes of Halloween decorations out to his front yard. Every year. Gary seemed to expend on his impressive holiday displays, and by the looks of it, Mitten's demise had not put a damper on his ambitions. He looked up as I approached, giving me a large smile. I managed a sheepish wave before pulling into the driveway and retreating inside. Did you see Gary's loan? My wife asked when she got home that night. Yeah, he's going all out. Guess we didn't ruin Halloween for him after all, I said absently. Absorbed in the show I was watching. No, that's not what I mean. Come here. She insisted, pulling me off the couch. She led me to the window and pulled the curtains open a sliver, look. I scanned through his yard, taking in of the usual sight of ghouls, ghosts, zombies climbing out of the earth, witches, skeletons, scarecrows, bloody mannequins, and black lights before finally finding the jack o' lanterns there were dozens of them on his steps, all expertly carved, but the two sitting in his window immediately stood out. What the? Flickering by candlelight, in vivid detail, our faces stared back at us. I marveled at how he was able to capture our likeness so perfectly, but the sight of them sent a chill up my spine. Why would he do that? It's so weird. I can't stand them. You need to go over there and tell him to get rid of them. My wife insisted. Though the pumpkins were unnerving, the thought of going to talk to Gary repulsed me. I mean, it's weird, but. They're his pumpkins, I don't really think we can tell him what to do with. Fine. If you won't, I will. With that, she marched out the door. I watched her storm down the driveway through the curtains, ashamed at my cowardice. But once she reached the road, she froze. I followed her gaze. And my blood ran cold as I saw what she was looking at. In the window, smiling back at her, stood Gary. She began to back away, and his grin widened. He turned his head directly toward where I was spying, locked eyes with me, and waved. We tried to ignore them. We did our best to pretend that we preferred having the curtains drawn at all times. But having them out of sight did not keep them out of mind. When Halloween finally arrived, a sense of relief washed over me. Surely, those disturbingly life-like faces would be gone soon, and we could return to normalcy. Unlike years past, we turned all of our lights off to deter any trick-or-treaters from coming to our door. For the most part the evening was uneventful. Occasionally our bell would ring when someone disregarded Halloween etiquette, but other than that, all was quiet. We went to bed that night feeling great and maybe even a little foolish for keeping ourselves prisoners the last couple weeks. You know, I bet it was just a prank, a little Halloween joke, you know? I chuckled, maybe he was just trying to spook us a bit. Well it worked. He must have been laughing his ass off, watching us sprint inside all the time. The next morning I opened the door and leisurely strolled to my car to find Gary already at work taking his decorations down. He looked up when he noticed me, and we waved to each other. Indeed, it looked like things would go back to normal. Only they didn't. When I returned home, Gary had taken everything down. Everything, that is, except our pumpkins. They continued to glare at me from the window. If it was a prank, it had gone too far. I felt anger rising in my chest, and I finally decided to do something about it. I pounded on Gary's door. My knuckles white with rage. The minute he opened the door, the words spilled out of me before I could stop myself. Take those damn pumpkins down, Gary. He stood silent for a while, watching me seethe on his doorstep. A thin smile spread across his lips before he finally spoke. No, he said, closing the door before I could say anything more. I slammed on the wood some more and rang the bell, but he only turned out the lights leaving me alone as the eerie jack-o'-lanterns leered at me from behind the glass. It's been a week since that night. With each passing day, it has only gotten worse. It started when my wife got sick. She woke up one morning feeling extremely sluggish, and as I watched her struggle down the stairs, I became aware of my own fatigue. We dismissed it for a while, it was easy enough to assume we had the flu or something. So we stayed home and cuddled on the couch under a blanket. But after three days, I knew something was very wrong. As I watched my wife's beautiful features start to sag and wrinkle, I knew. By then she couldn't pull herself upright, and I barely had the energy to fetch us water. I could feel it beneath my skin. The rot. The decay. We were dying, and there was nothing I could do to stop it. I held my wife close her body melting from the inside out her every breath drawn in agony i couldn't bear to watch her suffer that way the walk across the street took most of my strength i fell to my knees dragging myself up gary's driveway with my disintegrating hands leaving a trail of blood behind me as the coarse surface tore my skin apart i looked at the rotting pumpkins in his window they were barely recognizable their faces folded inward and they leaked brownish liquid from their mouths. As I tried to pull myself to my feet, I became aware of a shadow looming over me. Gary! Please! I gasped, the words thick and sticky in my throat. I watched him turn away and walk up his steps as I pleaded, Gary! When he returned, he placed his foot on my shoulder, crushing what was left of my bones under his low fur. If I could have screamed, I would have. He turned my head with his heel so that I was able to see what he was holding. He held my wife's jack-o'-lantern with an eyebrow raised, wordlessly questioning me. Do it! I begged. It hit the concrete, splattering my face with warm blood, and I knew her suffering had ended. This was the only mercy he granted me. Immediately after, he went back inside, leaving me to rot on the pavement. And I know I will lie here until I turn to mush until I completely dissolve. I know that I will remain here until Gary finally hoses me into the gutter. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Foggy Jack Live Podcast. Please follow us on all our social medias at Jack 13 Also, make sure you subscribe to YouTube and to our Patreon. Hope to see you all next time down in the pumpkin patch. Thank you. Goodbye and blessed be.